On episode 411 of Nintendo Switchcraft, thank you, Mr. Kirby. Overwatch in Smash and Sony finally caves. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Joel Mead24 from Southern California, and you're listening to Bill, the filthiest casual in all of gaming, here on Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Nintendo Switchcraft, everyone, your source for all news Nintendo-related. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, except for this Saturday, because I am going to be on the road, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to do a live show. I'll be honest, I don't know if I'm going to be able to record Switchcraft tomorrow at all. I did get an email from somebody who gave me a great idea, and if the email hadn't come in at like 11.30 last night, I probably would have done it uh, for tomorrow. And that is where you were, where I was, they said, have a couple of episodes in the can that aren't really news related that are just about other stuff. And I was like, Oh man, that's a great idea that I could have, uh, I could have done and, and been ready for this weekend, but I didn't think of it. Anyway, if you want to tune in live, you can join us over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. This episode of Nintendo switchcraft is made possible by patrons like you uh, just closed my show notes. There we go. Uh, you can get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you want to leave a voicemail like you heard at the top of the show, that's super easy to do as well. Uh, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I might even play it on the show. Uh, speaking of Saturday, tomorrow's episode, uh, there is a giveaway tomorrow. Um, I probably won't announce it until Monday's episode, but the winner will be notified in the discord and I will get the, uh, eShop gift code to them as quickly, excuse me, as quickly as I can. With that being said, let's get started and let's talk all about Nintendo. Uh, first off, we want to send out a thank you to John Kirby, Uh, John Kirby passed away today. He was 79 years old. And if you don't know who John Kirby is, it's actually John J. Kirby Jr. Uh, Kirby or Mr. Kirby. uh, He was actually a uh, an attorney who worked for a bunch of different corporations, companies like Nintendo and Pepsi and stuff like that. And the reason why he is uh, in the Nintendo pantheon is because he is the attorney or one of the attorneys that defended Nintendo against Universal. So back in the 80s, when Donkey Kong came out, you know, Mr. Miyamoto took their radar scope, the the leftover radar scope. Actually, let me back up just a little bit more. Uh, Nintendo made this game called Radar Scope. It was really, really popular in Japan. So they assumed it would be really popular in the States as well. And so they shipped it over to the States and it was not very popular at all. So they had all of these um, games waiting. So Mr. Miyamoto was tasked with converting Radar Scope over to a new game. And that new game was Popeye. Uh, however, Nintendo could not get the rights for Popeye. So they ended up 
changing Bluto into Donkey Kong and Popeye into Mario and uh, Pauline, um, uh, Olive Oil into Pauline, right? It was Pauline, right? Yeah. Um, into Pauline, and then they called it Donkey Kong instead. And uh, Universal sued them, saying that this is way too similar to King Kong, and we own the rights to King Kong. And John Kirby was the lawyer who was defending Nintendo against that. And in in a hilarious turn of events, uh, it turned out that in an earlier lawsuit, Universal had proven that King Kong was actually in the public domain and no longer copyrightable. And because they had proven that, uh, Nintendo was like, hey, you can't sue us for that. And uh, not only that, but I think that Universal had to pay all the legal fees and everything. It was, It's a pretty hilarious story. And uh, one of the things, like, uh, Nintendo ended up buying a Mr. Kirby a boat called, and they named it Donkey Kong uh, as a way to thank him for his work. And there... There are rumors that uh, he was named that the that the character Kirby was named after uh, this man, Mr. Kirby, who uh, passed away today at age seventy nine. So uh, I have to say that Nintendo, not just as a company, but the video game industry itself, would be very different today had it not been for Mr. Kirby. Uh, because, you know, Nintendo would have lost that lawsuit and Universal would have taken a bunch of their money and who knows what would have happened. So uh, big thank you to him and, uh, you know, pour one out for him. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's move on. We, I want to talk about um, one of my favorite games. In fact, my favorite multiplayer shooter is Overwatch. And basically, IGN was talking to the director of Overwatch, Jeff Kaplan. He's a vice president over at Blizzard Entertainment. He is the guy in charge of Overwatch. And he basically said in the interview, uh, here's the actual quote. He said to the Smash Brothers team, whatever character you want, we love them all. They're our babies. You can have any single one of them. We have 31 to choose from. Uh, Then he said, Tracer's our girl. Tracer's our mascot. She'd be my first choice. There's a lot of great runners up. I think a lot of people can immediately see Doomfist gameplay applying to Smash, but if it were up to me, I'd like to see Tracer. And I don't know which uh, Overwatch character I would like to see in Smash myself. And uh, I would love to know which Overwatch character you would like to see in Smash. In fact... Uh, I'm going to tweet out after the show, uh, which actually I'm going to do it right now, which Overwatch character, and you could probably hear me typing, character would you like to see in Smash? Question mark. All right. And if you want to reply to this thread that I am uh, tweeting Overwatch, I spelled Overwatch wrong. Uh, If you want to reply to that, uh, at run jump stomp let me know i may even play it or, or uh, read your comment on the show who do you want and why uh, i think that that would be really really interesting uh, a conversation because they, all of them play so differently every overwatch character has its own like play style and they're all vastly different from all of the other ones 
Uh, so I think that that would be really cool if uh, we did get an Overwatch character. Now, there's going to be some people. There's going to be some people who say, look, if Jeff Kaplan is saying this, that means that a deal is already done. Okay, that's definitely a possibility, and I can see why you might say that. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It might just mean that Blizzard is open to collaborating with Nintendo. You know, now that they have Overwatch coming to the Nintendo Switch, I can see why why they would say that. I can see why um, why we would have a col- collaboration uh, like that. Um, Donnie P, uh, playing Nintendo uh, already replied to me. He says we've been over this already. He wants TVs. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Travis from. I can never remember the name of the game because I've not played any of them. But uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see who it is that I'm talking about. But I can't remember his name. Uh, Alex uh, McKay eight on Twitter says Moira. They said it'd be nice to have some trans representation in a Nintendo video game. Sheik doesn't count. Fair enough. Uh, but if you have other ideas for who should be included uh, from Overwatch in Smash Brothers, please reply to that tweet and uh, maybe I can get to it on Saturday's show if I can do Saturday's show at all. Otherwise, it'll end up uh, pushing over to next Saturday uh, when it'll be a, like a feedback show. Uh, so, now that we've we've talked about that, let's go back to our show notes. And I've got some huge, 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 huge news for you. And it's that Sony has finally caved. Oh my gosh. Uh, the page that I linked to is broken. Please tell me that this is not true. Uh, that, that this is fake. Oh my God. This has to be real. Sony uh, cross... Play. Sorry, I I had a, a link and it disappeared. Here we go. We've got an Engadget article instead. Uh, I don't know what happened with the uh, what was the website that I was going to pushsquare.com. Uh, whatever website that was, it disappeared on me. But Fortnite and Rocket League were the first uh, people to or people first games to um, announce that they were bringing uh, crossplay. In fact, I think Rocket League did it once by accident back in the day. Uh, But Sony has been really, really kind of holding their own and not letting any of the developers, well, very few of the developers on the PlayStation do any kind of cross-play where if you're playing on a PlayStation, that meant you were only playing against people who are on PlayStation or also people on computer, but they wouldn't let you play against other consoles. And when asked why... Sony had this ridiculous argument that it was to keep their players safe, which is just asinine uh, and and not true. That's not the reason. It was the reason, really, the real reason was because uh, Sony were in the lead. And when you're in the lead, you don't have to worry about... Uh, like you can kind of bully everybody else, and that's what Sony was trying to do. But uh, basically, they are they are now saying that the beta stage of crossplay is finally over. I don't know why it dragged out for so long, uh, but it looks like we're now going to have crossplay efforts are now going to be any game 
that the developer wants to make cross-play with Nintendo, with Xbox, they now are able to. That doesn't mean that every game is going to get this feature, all right? There's going to be lots of games that don't get this feature because it's up to to the developers to do this. And for a developer to go back and patch a game after they finished it, if they are if they've washed their hands of this game, if they're done with whatever game it is that we're talking about, and uh, they've moved on to start development on something else, going back to add crossplay support, that is that is a cost that a lot of developers might say, you know what, it's not worth it this time around. But when we des- design our future games, we're going to make sure that we include that. And I think that that's great. Uh, basically, up until now, Sony has been saying, no, you can't. And now they're saying, yes, you can. And I think that it's very, very important to the gaming industry as a whole. And because of this, now I'm going to consider a PS5. Before, I was not considering a PS5. I was going to ignore the PS5. Uh, and the reason why was because of Sony's uh, close, closing off of cross-play. Not allowing us to play with our friends who were on other platforms. That was a really bad move in my opinion. And so I was. I had said this a lot of times. That if a console in the future does not allow developers to, to make their games cross-play. I won't buy it. And I think that there's enough other people who said the same thing that I did. And finally, Sony decided, okay, we're at the end of this console generation. We're going to allow it to happen now. And then moving forward, I think that's just going to be the norm. It's going to be the norm for Microsoft. It's going to be the norm for Sony. I'm sure it'll be the norm for for, um, Nintendo. And I'm sure it'll be the norm for Google Stadia when it comes out as well. So what, what does this mean? Well... It means that the possibility of getting Final Fantasy XIV on the Nintendo Switch has now just increased. Uh, Mr. Uh, Yoshi P, uh, something Yoshida, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Yoshida, uh, and everybody calls him Yoshi P. Uh, Yoshi P has said, he's the he's the guy in charge of Final Fantasy XIV, and he has said a bunch of times, look, I want to have Final Fantasy XIV on Xbox. I want to have it on the Nintendo Switch. But I can't do it unless it's cross-platform where everybody can play together on one server. Right now, it's only on PS4 and PC. And because it's on PS4 and PC, those two platforms could play together. And I know that Microsoft has, has said, we're all about cross-play. So they're not the ones getting in the way. And we know that Nintendo has been all about cross-play. So they're not the ones getting in the way. So it was clear from the beginning, it's always been clear that Sony have been the ones who've been getting in the way of getting Final Fantasy XIV on the Switch and the Xbox. And now that seems like a real possibility, especially because Final Fantasy XIV just had a huge update, uh, Shadowbringers, uh, an expansion, and it sold really, really well. And it's been critically lauded. And everybody's saying what a great game it is. And I'm sure that Square is making lots and lots of money from it. And I, I'm sure that Square is looking at the the uh, Xbox... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The Xbox uh, platform. They're looking at the Nintendo Switch platform. And they're seeing a lot of customers who don't have 
a PS4 and who don't have a powerful enough PC to run that game. And now they see those customers as potentials, whereas before they couldn't because Sony was blocking them. So I think that this is a very, very important change. This is a, this is now, this is a sea change to the gaming industry, in my opinion, because Sony was basically the last holdout. They were the last holdout to crossplay, and gone are the days. Hopefully, in the future, gone are the days where I have to buy the console that my friends buy because I want to be able to play with them. Now I'm going to be able to buy whatever console I like the best. My friends are going to be able to buy whatever console they like the best, and we will still be able to hang out. And I think that that is huge and very, very important. Now, the the next thing that I think that we really need to do is we need to get all of the consoles, Stadia, Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, PC, we need to get all of them to embrace Discord as a communications platform that is a, that goes across all uh, gaming platforms so that we can easily communicate with each other. And it would just be amazing. Is that going to happen? There's no way that's going to happen. There's every Everybody's way too entrenched, especially Nintendo. There's no way Nintendo is going to allow Discord to be on the Switch. But, you know... I also said that there's no way that Sony's ever going to change their mind about this. So who knows what's going to happen? Let's take a break. We're going to hear from our sponsors. When we come back, we're going to hear about a game that sold over 100,000 copies. And uh, it's pretty exciting. Stick around. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. All right, we are back, and I, I want to talk about Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game, uh, it, this is a little indie game, and it sold 100, th- let me reread that. Yeah, 100,000 copies. I might have said 100 million before the break, but that was a mistake. 100,000 copies. 100,000 copies in this short of a time is very, very impressive. This is a very small team making a very small game, and somehow they hit the right marketing. They hit the right... They they hit everything exactly the right way, and now their game is selling like crazy, and this just makes me very, very excited for this company. For I think it's they're called House House. It makes me very excited for them because... This game actually sold like for a little while. It was on the on the like the the sales leaderboards. It was higher than Link's Awakening, which is very very impressive. This uh, it, it's a game I haven't picked up yet. 
<clears throat> it's definitely one I'm going to pick up at some point. It's on my wish list. In fact, I was watching some of it, and my wife came in, and she saw it, and she goes, are, are you getting that game? And I said, well, maybe. Uh, and, uh, you know, I got her Stardew Valley on um, on her Switch Lite, uh, as well as 80 Days. And I think that once she finishes one of those, I mean, finish, you don't really finish Stardew Valley, do you? But once she finishes maybe 80 Days, I'll buy uh, Untitled Goose Game for her. Because she saw that and she immediately thought it looked adorable and hilarious. And that's exactly what it is. It is adorable and hilarious. Now, speaking of things that are adorable, not hilarious, but adorable, is this, um, this is really cool. Uh, some guy uh, who I guess has a, a, uh, a YouTube channel all about making uh, stuff out of clay, he made a Link's Awakening diorama out of clay. And it is beautiful. It is really, really beautiful. And and uh, it goes like in uh, fast forward mode so you can see uh, how he made it. But at the very beginning of the video, he shows like the the final uh, project, product. Uh, and it's just gorgeous. It's so cool. I could not imagine the amount of work that goes into making something like this. And not just that, but the the dexterity, the dexterity to get things exactly where they need to be. Like right now I'm watching and he's making uh, eyebrows for for Link out of clay. It's so stinking cool uh, and everything just looks really, really great. And I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew about this video because it's, it's very interesting to watch. It's about 18 minutes long and he shows all of the steps for how he did it. And he even has like all of these blades of grass and stuff sticking up. It's awesome looking and uh, well done to, I'm trying to see what's this guy's uh, clay claim is the name of his uh, YouTube channel. He's got 1.8 million subscribers, so he's not hurting for people to watch his stuff, but I'd never heard of him. And so I figure there's a lot of people who uh, listen to my show who've never heard of him. So make sure that you check him out. Uh, on YouTube, and if you want links to the, uh, get it links. Uh, if you want links to the uh, video, go to runjumpstomp.com, and this is episode four hundred and eleven. Uh, with that being said, let's talk about Link's Awakening a little bit more. This is somebody else got really really crafty, and they made a really cool Nintendo Switch dock that is based on Link's Awakening. This thing costs $105. Apparently, it is on sale right now. And it is on an Etsy shop. But I saw this, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool looking. Uh, basically, they've got the dock with the switch in the middle of the volcano uh, sticking up. And it just looks so cool. And I want this. Uh, like a lot. This is so cool. Uh, again, if you want a link to the show notes, runjumpstomp.com. This is episode 411 of Nintendo Switchcraft. This thing is rad and I want one, but it's a little too expensive for my tastes. Speaking of Etsy, my wife has an Etsy shop that you may not know about where she makes uh, nerd, nerd related, um, nerd related fabric stuff. And if that sounds interesting to you, make sure you stop by her Etsy shop. It is etsy.com slash shop slash run jump stomp. 
Uh, so you can also find a link to that by going to my website, runjumpstomp.com and clicking on thank you. And then you could find a link to the Etsy shop there. Uh, she sells nerd related fabric goodies. So make sure that you check that out. Um, do you remember a little bit ago uh, when Nintendo put out their trailer for uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate? And when they put out that trailer, uh, they put it out without any music. And then everybody started putting out the uh, a bunch of different songs with the video. And it was just awesome how well it went together with so many songs. I even did one that was featuring the original commercial for for Super Smash Brothers from the N64. Uh, I, I put the, the audio from that with the video from uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And a lot of people put like things together like Queen and David Bowie and stuff like that. Well, it looks like Nintendo wants us to do this again because they just put out a 30-second commercial for uh, Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age, and they put it out without any music behind it. So it has like the soundtrack, or not the soundtrack, it has the um, uh, like the sound effects and stuff like that, but it does not have a soundtrack. So that means uh, my cam is dead. Oh, my cam is dead. All right, thank you very much, Vaxxer. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to keep going. Anyway, as I was saying, um, I got distracted by shiny things. What was I saying? Oh, uh, download the, the video from YouTube and... Um, I'm going to hit a button. Download the video from YouTube and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, uh, match it up with a uh, with a song of your choice and then uh, tweet it at me because I really do want to see what you guys come up with. I think it'll be entertaining, especially if you do it tonight while I am stuck in a hotel and bored. Uh, thank you very much for letting me know that the video froze. I fixed it now. Uh, okay, last thing before we get out of here. Uh, the Pokemon live stream is actually happening right now. Uh, so I'm bringing it up and you can see it in the background. Nothing's happening. I don't know uh, if we've missed stuff. I'm sure that we have. But if you did not know about this, they're doing a 24-hour live stream of like this area in the woods. And I assume every once in a while some Pokemon are going to go by. I also assume that we're going to get lots of memes from this that show like something here in uh, the Pokemon Galar region and uh, in this weird forest with big mushrooms and stuff. I think it's cool that they're doing this live stream. And uh, I, I, I hope that uh, something really cool is revealed right now. Nothing happened, but that's okay. We can't have everything that we want. Uh, speaking of everything that we want, what I really want is to be able to keep talking to you guys, but I can't. I have to get out of here. Uh, become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. There's like 600 people in there. Make sure you join us. There's a lot of really fun people in there. We have great conversations. By the way, uh, before we go, I almost forgot. Uh, Super Crate Box is now out on the Nintendo Switch. I bought it yesterday. I did a first look. If you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, you can see uh, me playing just about... I don't know, like 18 minutes of it or something like that. And that game is really, really fun. It's awesome on the Switch. My only complaint about Super Crate Box on the Nintendo Switch is that this game does not 
have uh, the ability to use the the D-pad for some reason, which I think is just crazy. Uh, you can't use the D-pad. Uh, but the game is really, really fun, and uh, I ended up playing it way longer than I anticipated. It's just such a great game. Uh, and the reason why it's such a great game is because there's a risk-reward. You end up picking up the guns that you like, and uh, you can stick with that gun, but your score is not going to go up at all. The only way to get new, uh, uh, more score is to pick up another gun. You pick up the guns by picking up crates. So you might have a gun that you like, but too bad. you got to pick up the next crate in order to get uh, uh, your score higher. And I'm thinking of doing a community challenge. I changed the name of the... In the Discord, I changed the name of our tournaments channel to Community Challenges or something like that. I think we're going to do a community challenge where uh, if people are interested, and you can let me know in the Discord, uh, where somebody who gets the high score and uh, videos like takes a video of their high score and tweets that video at me. Uh, whoever gets the highest score maybe wins something. I, I'm not sure yet. I need feedback about that. So again, runjumpstomp.com slash discord, and uh, you can give me feedback in there. Uh, if you want to watch the show live, it's twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And if you want to support the show, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Thank you all for hanging out with me. I will see you guys next time. Until then, bye-bye.